All right. With that, we are ready. Hello and welcome to the episode three of That's Just Gamer Talk. We got a lot on the agenda today as there was the PS5 reveal event along with the PC Gamer Show where the two highlights of the week. I know there was another thing or two here going on there, but those are the two things I thought really stood out. How about you? I mean, yeah, those are the uh, big things. Some more uh, since the uh, PS5 conference came out about the console. It goes a uh, interview with the BBC. I kind of want to work in there at the end, but yeah, that's all I've I'm, I'm thinking we got for the agenda today. All right. So that yeah, that's what we got. Joining me always is uh, Tom Cruise. Can't lose. How you doing today? I'm doing just fine. How you doing, uh, gamer? I'm 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 doing, man. It's a good day. Good day to be a gamer. Good good time to be a gamer, man. Yeah. Do not agree. All right. So. I know the PS5 stuff is probably more hype, but we're going to start with the, uh, the PC Gamer Show and going. I don't know. I, I know you probably didn't catch most of it, but what'd you think of it, man? I mean, I caught a good chunk of it. I th- I thought it looked pretty good. It's uh, mostly indie stuff, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I dig the indie scene and uh, Devolver Digital. I I just love everything that they do. Devolver Digital is just like cream of the crop for me. I don't know what it is. It's just like they always seem to release good games or find the way to find a way to release good games, which is always good to me. And like they find developers that are really passionate about their game and they just let them have at it. So I don't know. I, I'm gonna just start. I'm just starting to start listing off some games that and throwing anything you want, and then we can talk about this as as we go on. Um, some of the games, some of the games I kind of highlighted were uh, Torchlight Three. It's not really a game that. I have played necessarily. I know Torchlight Two is like a thing, and it's pretty, pretty big. I was more of Diablo myself rather than Torchlight Three, but it's still a hype game. People were playing it, and they're gonna play Torchlight Three. So hell yeah, dude! I've tried it a little bit. I had a few friends in college who were like, "Oh my gosh, Alex, you have to try this." Nah, and it's 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 fine. I'm sure. Uh, like I I get the hype. Around. Oh yeah, it, it's got its place for sure. Yeah. So like that. Um, you have to go further on because I don't really have much to say about that. I've never really played the game. Doesn't sound like you've really played the game, really. Not really. No. Okay. We'll, we'll move on. Torchlight Three. You got it. You got it. You got your. You got yours in there. Uh, one. <laughs> the one I actually. Uh, I actually played the demo of that was uh, right away was uh, In Sound Mind. That game was really good. It's a horror game. It's a psychedelic horror game where you, the idea is is that you're a psychiatrist that's like lost his mind because he lost one of his patients, and it's like you trying to find your way back to sanity. And it's it, the demo was incredible. It was it was actually it was. I'm super looking forward to that game now. That sounds like a really good version of the uh, the Evil Within. Yeah, um, like Outlast mixed with sort of that game, except instead of. I, I yeah. would I would say it's more of like uh, amnesia, but like you get a gun, <laughs> pretty much. It's kind of like that, where it's like puzzle solving, yeah. puzzle solving psychedelic kind of stuff, kind of horror. But like you can sort of defend yourself, but at the same time, there's a monster that you still have to run away from because you can't actually fight him. That sounds dope, actually. Yeah, it's really fun. I would highly advise, especially you. I'd highly advise playing the demo. It's it's a, it's a lot longer demo than I thought it would be too. It's like it took me like a little over two hours to beat. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's beefy. That's a, that's a beefy demo. Yeah, beefy. But yeah, super looking forward to that one. I even signed up for like the newsletter of all like the updates and stuff like that because I'm 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 interested now. Yeah. So. Let's, 
let's talk about what's typically considered the big one. It's either uh, Surgeon Simulator 2. Oh, that yeah. Is... That game, I was like, they took what Surgeon Simulator is and then took it up to 11. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I was just like, I remember watching, uh, uh, what is it, Michael and Gavin on Achievement Hunter and Play Pals, futzing around, doing whatever, you know, funny stuff. And now they can do it walking around and actually playing co-op, and it's, the tomfoolery is out, is through the roof. Oh, that's going to be hilarious. Oh, it'll be great. It's kind of like the first game, but mixed with like a party game almost. Pretty you much. can cut off limbs and all this new stuff. Yeah, you can like cut off limbs. You can rearrange your guy over all way, different ways. You can like it, it sounds like you can like craft your own maps in a way. Like you can make your own map with like your own surgery and like share it online and stuff like that. That'd be, that sounds sounds really fun, honestly, and really fun party game. So yeah, it really does. So I uh, really liked what I uh, saw coming out of that one. Yeah, I mean that was just. That was just really funny. I, I was just like, "What is happening? What what is going on in this trailer?" I I, I don't even know what's happening. Like, I know it's Surgeon Simulator, but like, it, it, I I can't no words. <laughs> yeah, that one looked really fun. Um, one that I actually was like, sort of skeptical when I first saw it release on or like go like you we went up on Steam and I kind of looked at it was a uh, Mortal Shell. You know anything about that one? Immortal Shell. Mortal Shell, not I, Immortal Shell. Mortal Shell. Oh yeah, the uh, that Dark Souls like. Yeah, it's like a Dark Soulsy. It's pretty much what it is, Dark Souls game, but like with its own kind of twist, where it's like the combat system is much more like instead of just you swing and stuff like that. There's like a, it looks almost like a fainting system. I can't really tell where you like, where like your point, like your. You like freeze in time, and you can like stop what you're doing, and then it's also a parry, and it's it's very it was very interesting, and they showed off like a what was it? They showed off a boss fight, a re, actually a recurring boss fight that you fight multiple times throughout the um uh, throughout that the says, game. Um, the boss fight is against a, someone named Harden, the game's first major opponent. Yeah, and it sounds like you're gonna fight him multiple times, and you can't use the same things like over and over because he learns them, in a way. Oh damn! So That's actually, pretty awesome. You know what that kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of like the the Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor nemesis system in a way, where it's kind of like they're learning, in a way. I I don't know. That's yeah. how I look. That's how I look at it. I'm like anything that can incorporate the nemesis system is always good in my book because that is such an underrated, underused system. Can't think of any other game that actually does it. <laughs> well, now you can think of one, uh, Mortal Shell. Yeah, pretty much. So I don't know. I I'd have to actually play Dark Souls. I'd, I'd actually have to finish Dark Souls one and then play Dark Souls two and possibly play Dark Souls three at that point. A lot of games. It's a lot. A lot of time. Have you not played the Dark Souls game before? Dude? I I have played Dark Souls one to about fifty percent completion. If I had to, if I had to guess. And then I kind of rage quit on a boss, and I never went back. Dude, they can't, those games are so good. Bro. Like, I, I know the they are. The rich atmosphere and the story are just, eh. Oh, I know. We can, do, we can get into that later. So. Oh, yeah. So, And then, uh, speaking of Dark Souls, let's, let's throw out another Dark Souls-like game. It's a Remnant from the Ashes, where it's not so much a sword play game. It's the... Um, it's like guns and stuff like that. And it was more of a yeah, I... third-person shooter, almost. 
Here's the thing. Isn't that game already out in uh, early access, or am I mistaken? No. Well, it was out in early access. Then it came out of early access. Now it's getting its first DLC. Okay. That's pretty much what this is, where it's like, I don't know. It's just more content. I'm not I'm not 100% certain of what all that entails. I should probably look that up a little bit. Uh, see it before I do, let me know. There it is. I mean, like I, 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 I've never played Remnant from the Ashes. I, I read one of your uh, review of it because I was intrigued and basically said it, it's, uh, yeah, just Dark Souls with guns, and I never really got into it. So yeah, I mean, people said it was pretty good actually. So that's something. I don't know. More, more content, I guess, is always good for games like that where they're trying to you know compete in pretty competitive market between like what is it we got you got you got the you got the og dark souls then you got like bloodborne now there's demon souls which we'll get to later um and uh there's like one other one i can't think of at the moment there is another one i just can't think of it at the moment It'll come to me at the most stupid time too, but it's okay. But yeah, it's like you're you're in a competitive market. The only thing you're gonna want, the last thing you're gonna not want, is more content, more reasons yeah. for people to come play. They're like, oh, you know, more DLCs come out. Let's replay the game because I forgot how to play. Ever done that with a game before where you just like I haven't played in so long, I just want to restart it because I don't I, remember I mean, how to play. I mean, absolutely, yeah. It's like me in every Assassin's Creed game after three. <laughs> I I have restarted Black Flag four times now. Dude, Black Flag is so good. I, I never got I never got around to the boat controls. I never I never liked Dude, them. I never liked it. It's so good. I never liked it's the boat. So good. If I if I could take out all the boat fights, I would be, I would play it, but I, I I hate it. I hate it. Dude, dude, you need to be in the boat though because you're a pirate. I know, and that's like half the thing. It's half the fun, but I just don't find it fun. Anyways, what's it? You know, it's a game that uh, really caught my attention from that particular conference. What's that? I I was looking back and I saw something called Among the Trees. Oh, Among the Trees, yeah. uh, From what I uh, hear, it's supposedly supposed to be like. Minecraft, but with the graphics of Firewatch. Can you uh, confirm or deny on that? I, I honestly, I kind of don't. I kind of zoned out at that one, but I will look it up right here. Um, yeah, pretty much. It says it's a small, vibrant survival uh, sandbox set in a colorful wilderness, uh, and the test players are cooking, growing plants, crafting tools, exploring, and much more. Pretty much about what everything Minecraft basically is, in essence. Like it's kind of set the tone, set the Precedent for games like these, like the sandbox game, the sandbox games. So it's always, I, or go ahead. I mean, I'm looking at it. It 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 looks super dope. I'm at least hoping it's not some garbage like a uh, survival craft or um, you know one of those many many Minecraft clones that are all just completely awful. Yeah, it basically comes down to how does this different from what's currently out there. Yeah, that was a hard thing. I remember when I was uh when I was I was streaming the PS or the PC gamer show and and you were in this and you were in the chat and uh we were literally like kind of crapping on this uh Doom 
uh, game or whatever. But Metal Hellsinger. Yeah, that's what it was. And I'm like, well, we should we shouldn't done we shouldn't do that. But at the same time, it's so hard not to do because it looks exact. It looks and sounds exactly like Doom. Like, how are you differing yourself from the competition? Yeah, it's just like from the little gameplay demo they had, it really looks no different. And I I hate to crap on games like that, considering there was some person that put a lot of effort and a lot of time into that game. But it's just just like you're not doing anything different. You're not adding anything. You're not changing anything. It never feels good to dunk on a game because, you know, there's quite a few people that put a lot of hard work into these things. Oh, yeah. But at at the end of the day, you just got to be forward and be like, okay, come on, man. Like, why would I play this? What reason do I have to play this above, like, Doom or Doom Eternal? Yeah, I know. That's that's the thing. So. It's hard hard to... It's hard to judge that. But it's like, at some point, you were, like, saying, like, you just got to tell it like it is. Because, honestly, that's just the best thing that's going to happen is just say, hey, I'm I'm not interested because I'd rather play this game. It's like, oh, it's uh, a game where you fight through hell with guns and there's heavy metal music. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? I think think that's how they presented it, too, which is, like, super unfortunate. It's do. It's Doom. I like Doom, so uh, I just made that cool. So why when I just go play Doom? Yeah. So. All right. Like yeah. Okay. I'll. Yeah. I'll, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to keep crapping on them, but yeah, it, it's hard not to. I'm sorry. Um, another one. So uh, we'll kind of go back and forth here. You were most said among trees. Um, another one that mm-hmm. kind of stuck out to me is potion e- e- mechan- economics or whatever. It's like potion mechanics, or I think is what it's called. Where you ever played a game called Moonlighter before? I have not, no. So Moonlighter is basically where you're a shop owner, basically, and you travel into dungeons to find stuff to sell, and then that's like how you make your profit back. And so basically take the where you go into dungeons basically and take it to like the side where it's like you're making a profit, but instead of going into dungeons, you're instead mixing stuff together that adventurers bring to you to make potions and you sell them oh yeah you you talked to me for a little while about this after the conference that that does sound actually really dope and it had like a almost like a turn-based card like event thing where you like you, you had like cards where it like increases like your chances of, of haggling and stuff like that it actually looked really interesting so so yeah, and then brother says, "Yeah, it looks really cool." It does. It did. I I was honestly like, "Wow, this actually looks kind of interesting." Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, what is it? Yeah, even it, I was I was just looking at the synopsis. Even it has a similar feeling to Moonlighter, where you take the role of of the potion shopkeeper who has stocked up uh, to help adventurers on their quest. Part of the shopkeeper sim. And part of the uh, part RPG uh, will have you finding ingredients, haggling, learning new skills and recipes, and trying to get out of debt. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds really good. Yeah, I don't know anything. Any, you want to? Yeah, well, we'll just bounce back and forth. You want? You got a game? Uh, one of the ones that kind of stood out because I really don't know what to think of it. I love the studio. Um. I need to hear more about the game now. Is uh, Weird West uh, from Devolver Digital? Oh yeah, Weird West for sure. I, I can't 
in good faith believe that it's going to be bad in any single way, but I'm curious how the game's going to play. Um, I'd almost take it similar to um uh what was it? Um Disco Elysium. You ever play that game before? I have. Yeah. I I played a small bit of it in some way, but it's more of like where you're an action you take like the action role basically and that's and it's more of like an RPG type feel where but you're like you're a dude and you can take this any way you want and it sounds interesting i just want to know how many different things and stuff like that you can do cuz that's going to be the difference maker it's like you know you can be the good guy you can be the bad guy you can be you could be the insider and stuff like that and You'd set people up or whatever. That just sounds interesting. And if there's different rules, um, I know there was like a posting where they were kind of talking about it with the developer where it was like you can play it in like I think there's like a hardcore mode if I'm not mistaken. And then there's like one where you can kind of bring guys back. But if you if you're in hardcore mode, there's like once your character dies, you lose everything from that character. But you can still find people from the old posse, basically, like the people you brought up in in this like posse, and like, um, and like recruit them, and they actually have previous like uh, memories and stuff like that from your old character. Nice, that's awesome. I was just like, oh damn, that's cool. Apparently, there's ways to resurrect people. There's ways to so on and so forth who knows how many different things will be in this devolver they always find some stuff and yeah it's crazy uh for, for, for anyone uh listening by the way uh go buy disco elysium that game is... <laughs> i played it's... i played like maybe three hours of the game i was really liking it it was so good it's personally my favorite game from last year that's a it's a big statement i know but i I adore that game. Didn't it win like Indie Game of the Year during the Game Awards last year? Uh, let me check here. Something like that. I remember that's why I heard about it, and I was just like, "What is this game, Disco Elysium?" I'd never heard of it before. But uh, my brother said, "Yeah, it did." Um, okay. But it was like I was just like, "Man, I guess I gotta check out Disco Elysium." Bought it for like however much it was, and I was just like, played like three hours of it, and then I was like. I wanted to stream it and my computer my old computer couldn't handle it and i've just never gone back but i definitely want to you're never gonna believe where i first heard of that game where is that it was i heard about it from a review of uh call of duty modern warfare <laughs> really it's like he started out uh talking about the game like yeah it's call of duty now all you call of duty nerds need to start playing games like this because <laughs> you're the real people that need to be playing games like that's awesome. And then he talks for like a half hour about Disco Elysium. It's it's so funny. But yeah, if if Weird West is basically an extension of that, I'm on board. Oh, it's I I will give it all of my money. <laughs> uh. So yeah, Weird West. It's an interesting one. Um. Uh, any- what are some other games that? Oh. Oh, anything else you wanted to add to that, or am I, or should I move on to the next one? Uh, I, I said we can uh, move on to the next one. Uh, next one for me was probably Outlast Trials. Uh, Red Barrel's another uh, Outlast game, which I know Outlast 2 wasn't the greatest game, but 
but that I, first I one, like yeah, it is all right. It was too hard on that game. Yeah, it was like, but the, like part of it was like you ran and you didn't know where you were going. You could barely look. There was it was so much action going on. Like I couldn't really get immersed. And the story was kind of so it's kind of convoluted. But at the same time, it's like kind of its own story, I guess. It's just like I just don't know whether or not I, I feel like that. I'm just kind of like with the um with the fan base of going like, is this part of like is this like an all-encompassing thing or is that like is is the story outlast just multiple different stories all brought into one basically but like or like are they interconnected are they not and if so how does this connect with the first game because it didn't so i i'm guessing this is gonna answer some other some of people's questions i find it interesting that they're taking a multiplayer route with it and i'm is it multiplayer or co-op well oh yeah co-op but oh okay so i was just like i wonder if this will be like kind of like a way out thing where you need to have another person to play the game you can't just have like a computer player go with you that'd be interesting oh, well, I'm sure well i'm sure it's going to be both because there's a lot of people that are gonna have to unfortunately play this game alone and having to deal with the AI and yeah, I know, but it's, it's just interesting. Like they could, I mean, a way out didn't offer you a way to play with an AI. You actually needed to have another person playing it. Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you, there was no AI. Like, I mean, only one person needed to buy the game. So that's good. So as long as you had somebody else that was like willing to play it with you, they could. I was like, that was that was like one of the cooler things I thought about, like from like a, a way out, because it was it was just like, oh, I can I can play the single player, right? When you know, no, like you need another person. It won't let you play without another person. It's interesting. So I'll it's... I'll be interested to see if Outlast uh, Trials does that, or if they, they probably won't. But yeah, but eh, and. I, Honestly, I yeah, you like you were saying, I was like, is this is this just like another spinoff or is this like is this gonna connect some like connect some plot lines or is it literally just like a bunch of different stories just I mean I'm just what I'm curious about is how like scary it's gonna be and if it can possibly live up to the first Outlast game at all. Nothing will compare to when you're sliding between those two bookshelves. Right at the beginning of the game, and all you hear from your right side is "little pig," and then he pulls you out and throws you out over the thing. That scared the living crap out of me. <laughs> I cannot tell you how hard I jumped in that in that moment. Like <laughs> it was just like you did not because you just like you know you look back and you're like nothing could go wrong here, and you're like halfway through, oh everything's fine, and all you hear is "little pig," and you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if it can live up to that. I hope it can, because I yeah, loved Outlast. I'm, I'm I'm sure it can. The these devs are really really talented. I don't think they'll be able to best that, but I'm sure they can at least meet <laughs> expectations. <laughs> my brothers, and the reason why I don't play horror games, I would crap my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's half the fun, man. Dude, that's the best part of horror games. Right? 
I remember I remember playing Amnesia the Dark Descent and going like, holy crap, this game is scary. Looking back about 10 years later, it's not as scary as it once was, but it's still not bad. <laughs> Maybe it's because I got used to jump scares or something, I don't know. I mean, for me, I think I've told you this before, but uh, for me it was Silent Hill 2. As I was oh. walking through the dark hallways of the uh, hospital, which I think is the... No, it's the hotel, it's the first area of the game. And you, then you just hear, and you start like freaking the fuck out. Yeah, remember when people thought FNAF was scary though? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it was scary. It, it but was. It's not, na- it's not natural scare. Yeah, it's not natural like, scare. Not... It's just jump scare. Yeah, that's that's there's, has, there's a difference. Which has its appeal, but yeah. Eh, I don't know. It's kind of how I look at horror movies, too. It's like, is it actually scary or is it jump scary? Because a lot of horror films I see these days are just like jump full of jump scare. But then there's like a movie like It and It Chapter 2 where it's not so much jump scares. I mean, there are a few, but like it's all it's 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 atmospherical in a way. And that's kind of like what Amnesia and everything did. Then you have Darkwood without a single jump scare. Yeah. I've never played Darkwood, but that is a thing. I remember. I remember. I do know. I do know about that. I've, where it's all atmosphere. Joel, uh, if that's it, if that's your name, uh, Joel. Yep. I have. I have played Darkwood. One of the single most beautifully crafted horror games that there is on the market, and absolutely the most unique. It huh. is. Is that like, like top down one, or am I thinking of something else? No, it's the top down one. Okay, it is. Yeah, I do know which one that is. I've just never played it or really watched anyone play it. But, eh. So, ah, dude, you should try. It. I, th- I think that's one that you would enjoy too. Oh, probably. You would be weirded out, but so is most are most people. Who isn't in horror games if, if, at some point, right? Yeah. Like when you really think about it, those probably feelings of dread inside you. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that might be one to add to the list. My ever growing list of games I need to play. <laughs> but uh yeah. Scary games are us. I don't know. You got a game to go with now since uh I think moving we're done with that. Moving on from horror. Yeah, moving on from horror. Uh let let's go take a look at the um the charming uh story of seasons. That, that uh, farming that sim that's basically what's that game's name? Harvest Moon. Basically, the like oh. PC part of Harvest Moon. Okay, yeah, I remember that, I, and I remember saying like it's literally just like um, Animal Crossing, <laughs> and going like yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's hard not to draw comparisons, and it's I sh- I really shouldn't do that, but it's hard not to. Dude, not. Uh, It'll be close to being somewhat as good as Animal Crossing. Its biggest downfall is that it doesn't have Raymond. Raymond is not in the game, so it's immediately going down to like a 4 out of 10. Ah. Raymond needs to be in every video. <laughs> Let's make that clear right now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't really got much to say about this one. <laughs> um, uh, you got uh, you one that you want to go with next? Yeah. I really I, don't feel like we have much to say about that one yeah not really i don't know i i don't really have much to say about that so i'm gonna just move on to the next one 
Uh, the next one for me that actually kind of... Doing okay over there? <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Remember, we're, we're adults here. We can laugh at, we can laugh at farts. <laughs> anyway. Uh, next one that sounded interesting to me was, um, was, uh, Haven. Uh, did you ever see that one at all? Was, um, uh, uh, what, what, what do you say the name of it was? Haven. H-A-V-E-N. It's, um, it was actually, uh, I, I, uh, you go ahead. I'll see if I can. How I looked at this one was kind of like it looked like a journey type game where you're kind of walking around in beautiful atmosphere in a way. But there was also like because like you're it's like the story of like these uh, this like couple or whatever that's like trying to stick together and like. Uh, they didn't really offer anything. Oh, yeah. But it looked like you were kind of like in like. Kind of like a journey. Remember, remember that old PS4 game that was like you're just you're just running around basically. And. Yeah. It looked interesting, and then it looked like there was like a combat mechanic, like you're fighting against these things, where you're like constantly like trying to protect the other one while still fighting and stuff like that. It was very interesting. With like, it looked like a pretty interesting plot point between going between those things and um and like the there was a good amount of dialogue between each other. So it's a unique, it's a unique little concept. I'm excited to see what eventually comes of it. Yeah, I. It, it sounded interesting to me. I, w I wasn't really sure how much I was going to go into it, but hey, it looked interesting, and that's why I threw it on the list. Yeah. Uh, another game that looks kind of like uh, Journey is this one called uh, Red Sails, or basically uh, a boat that's going around on sand. Almost looked like a taxi service, but like on a sand boat. Basically. I, hey. It it kind of sounded interesting. I I don't know. I I'd be interested to see like how, what like is is the literally the whole game just going between point A to point B, delivering people from certain spots to another, and just looking at the beautiful landscape as you sail, or is there going to be other things? And to be honest with you, that could be all the game is, and that might be all it needs to be to like for some people. I mean, I mean that's all we got out of my summer and Mara. You know, that's that's okay. It it still has its charm at that point. Oh yeah, like I'm not saying that it, it doesn't. But I'm be interested to see. Sales. Um, sailing game, desert threatens to swallow uh what's left of the world and the people below who live in it. We wanted to surprise people with the curiosity and the visuals to so let their imaginations of surreal dreamlike. Uh it's a desert quite like close to the ocean with ripples and dunes to make it Think that it's aggregated sea that will stop in time, but also interesting visual of the flat ocean. We would think you will enjoy the exploration a lot more than the surreal setting. So yeah, just sounds like you're looking at really cool, interesting scenes. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. So, hey, uh, you have any more on your list there? Oh yeah, I got like three or four more. Um, okay. I got next one on my list is uh, Blightbound, which I, I actually need to remind myself of what this game is, but I, I remember writing it down. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like a Castle Crashers type game where you're in like a dungeon, like a, it's a it says co-op dungeon crawler 
Um, players can choose to play as the warrior, assassin, or mage, and then like they each have their own role. And the whole point is to like make it to the end in a way. So it's kind of it, it's in an it, it's in an essence like an arcade game almost. Oh yeah, I I remember seeing this one. But it looked like fun. And, and I love I I I love the art style. Yeah. Like at, at least that it's got me, and it its gameplay does sound like it's going to be a lot of good fun. So. Like I, I'm, I'm sold on this one. Yeah, I am too. Especially because it's like it looked kind of like Castle Crashers, and I know Castle Crashers is like one of the better games in like a arcade type uh, setting recently. Uh, and I get that. I think that's important to remember that a good reason that Castle Crashers was as as successful as it was is because there was a lot of good humor injected into it too. That's true. So hopefully this game has a decent story or whatever behind it. Or is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. What were you going to say? No, actually, you hit my point. Okay. Um, This one's also made by Devolver Digital. I can believe it. I don't know. You got anything else or am I just rolling here? I mean, I got one. Go for it. I don't really want to talk about it, so I'll let you go again. Okay. Uh, the next one for me was uh, Rogue Lords. And that one was like... Uh, God, how to describe that? It almost looked like a Darkest Dungeon type-esque game. Where you're like the where you're like the devil playing it. And you're like controlling minions. Fighting against like human... Like fighting against humans to take over the world. And one of the things that made, made me stand out going, Whoa, that's crazy. Is because... At the very end, they were like, you're a demon lord. You don't have to play by the rules. So there's literally a mode called demon mode, where when one of your guys is on what's considered death's door, or like vulnerable, where your health is exposed, you can up your guys' health by lowering the uh, the health of the enemies, of the, of, the, of the humans. And I was just like, uh, how does that balance? I mean, that sounds badass, though. Let's be fair. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa. And not to mention the art style looked really cool. It was almost... And I was just like, whoa, sounds awesome. Like, yeah. I, 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 I literally I was just like, wow, this looks great. I just don't know how much the demon part where you can alter reality, it seems, is going to play an issue. And how do they balance that? Because if that's the case, can't you just never lose the game? Well, I'm guessing that's just going to be like a separate like sandbox mode as opposed to No, that they, they they that that was like a main staple of the game it sounded like. Oh. Yeah. So I'm just wondering how does that balance? Well, I'm how- sure they you'll ha- have it like limited to some capacity at least. Yeah, no, I I doubt that's probably how it is, but like it's just it feels weird to me. In essence, like I'm, I've, I'm, I'm interested, but I'm a little skeptical because I don't want the game to be too easy. But at the same time, it, how it, it's all of I just need to see more. That's that's basically what it is. Is I need to see yeah. more. I need to get my hands on it. I need I need to play it. That's all it really is. I am. Uh, I agree with you though. I am loving the art style of this game so far. Oh yeah. So. That's that's really all I'm gonna say about that one because I'm until I see more I, I'm like 
I'm still sold on it. It was it's just like right at the end when they were like, "Yeah, you're the demon. You don't have to play by the rules." And they literally showed you just dragging your guy's health up and then lowering the hero's health. And I'm just like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> well, you're a demon. You don't have to play by the rules. Truly, truly, you do not. So, yeah, am I just going here? Am I going on the next one? I mean. I found this uh, one here called Blanco's Block Party. Oh, oh I, the new Roblox? The words. What? The new Roblox is what is how me and my brother kind of described it as. But it's it's clearly oh. not. But it's like, it's it's funny because it's like, it almost looks like a game kind of like uh, Dreams in a way where you can make your own types of games, if I'm not mistaken. This website is describing it as like Fortnite Party, Party Royale. So it's already lost me as a customer, but <laughs> I don't know. That... It, it looks interesting. It's big, it's colorful, and it looks fun. Yeah. And hey. I do dreams though. Like I'm gonna just come out and say it. That that program is incredible. <laughs> like, have you seen some of the stuff that people have made? I have there? seen a few things. Not not like oh. a lot of it though. Oh my god. It's it's absolutely insane. It seems like you can make a fair bit of good stuff though. Yeah. So hey. Some people will latch onto that and that's cool. Um, I guess moving on from that one, because I don't really have much to say about that one. Um, is uh I I I'm gonna get into some of the more bigger ticket ones here as um you ever play uh, Mafia? Because I never have. But Mafia Definitive Edition is coming out, which is like a ground-up remake of the original Mafia game. I have played Mafia 2 and Mafia 3. I've never played the first Mafia before. Okay. So I, it looked really cool. They kind of showed side-by-side comparisons. They literally said that they redid it from the ground up in a way. So everything's basically the same they said like 99 percent of the story is exactly the same with some minor changes here or there and then it's like it looks really good like just looking at the interactions between the two characters and like just the cutscenes alone looked really good it almost looked like real life in a way oh wow yeah it looked that good that's that's really all I can all I can say about that. So I'll be interested. I, I'll be interested. I don't know. I might play it. It 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 really solidified like what it was like to be a gangster, like in back in like the twenties, thirties, or whatever. In a way where it's like yeah. it's really Dude. showing off that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so are we gonna do Escape from Tarkov next, or? Oh, we can. I guess we can talk. Much of a. Uh, I don't really have much to say about that, but we can talk about it. Okay. I don't know. I don't really play Tarkov. You play Tarkov? Nah. Never really got into it, but it's like one of the most popular games on Twitch. I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's, it's up there with probably like unique, League of Legends, Fortnite. It's a unique concept. So yeah, like it's basically a game where you gotta escape somewhere. You basically drop in a map, you collect a bunch of crap and stuff like that that you can either sell or keep. And the whole idea is that you want to get the best gear you can and try and get that. I don't really don't know exactly how much you All can right. go into it. What's the 
overall goal or if it's literally just become loot goblins for however long you play it <laughs> so i it's really all it is and it's like i guess the idea that you could lose your stuff at any given time makes it interesting or anything like that which is fine it probably can so i and just adding more content i think there was a new map that was going on that was going on there neat i guess yeah I, I again i don't really play it i don't i don't have much to say about escape from tarkov yeah i know that was for a lot of people the big reveal of that whole thing that and probably the surgeon simulator oh. sequel, but i i think you're missing the game my friend i think you're missing a game that was released right off the bat that i want to talk about and that is persona 4 golden coming out for the pc it's out right now, man. Hot like diggity bucks. damn. You can go and play it right now. 20 bucks. 25 bucks gets you the game. Like, I think, like, the, there was, like, a, uh, like, an art book and then, like, the soundtrack for 25 bucks. And people tell me that that's, like, a masterpiece of a game. And I've never played, I've never played any of the Persona games. I've watched a few people play Persona 5 a little bit. But not enough to know what the heck was going on. I just know it looked amazing oh, yeah. and I want it. I like Persona 4. It might be better than Persona 3, in my opinion. It's not as good as Persona 5, but it's still a fantastic game. Would you say it's a good introduction to the Persona games? Yeah. Okay. If you've never... That's almost any... Well, no, I shouldn't say that. If you played Persona 4 or 5, both of those are good introductions to the Persona franchise. They're both... Their own like contained little stories with some Easter eggs in there. They're amazing, amazing, amazing games, though. Mm. So apparently, there's some port issues with the game. The stuttering laggy cutscenes, which I'm sure they'll patch. Yeah, they'll and fix stuff it. like that. They'll fix it. it it's like it's it was day one, and I, has the Persona game really come out for the PC? I thought they were all mostly console games. Uh, I think this is the first one, actually. Yeah, that's what I feel. That's what I thought. I was like, I thought they were mostly console games, so I'm not surprised that it's yeah. a little meh stuff like that. But hey, it's Persona. Hey, if anything, this is just signifying that if later they're going to port Persona Five uh, Royal too, which is also like super hype. Please do. I, think, I want to play it so bad. <laughs> have they confirmed that yet or not? No. I feel like they they haven't. I just remember the last thing I last thing I heard about Persona 5R that was in Persona 5R. Remember, well, when they first announced Persona 5R, everyone thought it was coming to the Switch. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was um, sounds like Persona 3 is coming to the PC next. Eh. From rumors. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah. I remember Persona 5. There was a lot of rumors when I think it was the dance game eventually got released, and everyone was just like, "Oh, it's just a dance game," or whatever. But or it was like, oh man, it's coming to the Switch and stuff like that. And honestly, that was like one of the reasons why I got the Switch. I was like, oh man, if it actually happens, that'd be dope because I'd play it. But could you imagine playing that game like on the Switch, like anywhere? Personal Five. Yeah. No, I couldn't imagine. God, it, that. It, if that ever happens one day, oh, it'll feel, it'll be amazing. So. That was my big highlight, and that 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 one kind of got leaked before the PC Gamer Show, but it was confirmed that everyone that we already learned it though before. Yeah. But it was just like 
it met like and that's the problem i was like i i like the internet but man sometimes they ruin it because you because just imagine that no one had heard about it it wasn't even leaked in in like pc gamer show and all of a sudden boom persona persona 4 golden is on pc oh and you can download it um right now now right now like (laughs) it's just like come on (laughs) oh my god it would have been amazing and everyone would have lost their goddamn mind (laughs) oh but yeah I uh I I will I will be doing a full playthrough of that on my stream hopefully at some point. I'd like to be done with Dragon Quest before that, but I'm taking my damn sweet time with Dragon Quest. <laughs> but I I want to get through it and then I want to get I want to play Persona 4. Dude, you got a lot of stuff to get through. Dude, I I really do. I got the Darkest Dungeon. I got the Darkest Dungeon modder run going on. And I'm sitting here going, "Oh, when am I going to find time to play Persona 4 now?" <laughs> But I'll find it. it. It might take a while, but I'll find time. <laughs> uh, then there's Amnesia the Dark, uh, Amnesia Rebirth, or was it Re- uh, Rebirth, or was it called? I forgot what it was called, but it was like it's Rebirth, uh, something like that. I feel like we've known about that for a while, though. Oh, I, I know, but it's like I, I literally was talking to it about. I think it was to Crichton because he was like, I don't know what Amnesia is in a way, and I was literally like, this is the game that set the precedent for horror games to come, basically. It's how I looked at it. Now, obviously, that's might yeah. may or may not be true, but it's how I looked at it because that was like the first horror game that I played, and I was just like, and literally like a day after, it was like officially announced that it was going to happen. And I'm like, it, do I just call this? Like, <laughs> am I just the god that can see the future? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that one's a fun one that I will I will definitely look out for in the future. But yeah. I don't know. That basically sums up the PC Gamer show for me. Persona 4 being the big one for, uh, for me. There was, a, there was a few really interesting ones, though. You guys said Potion Mechanics. Mortal Shell looked interesting. Weird West. I mean, the big Rogue one Lords. for me was was uh, Twin Mirror, mostly because I oh, love yeah. Life is Strange, but I don't really have much to say about it. Yeah, I didn't really, didn't really look at that one too well. I think I was kind of distracted at the moment, but... It, it looked it looked like it was a very story driven type game, kind of like Life is Strange. So, hey, that's yeah. cool. So yeah, unless you got anything to add about the PC Gamer Show, I think I'm gonna wrap up that, I, and maybe I, we'll go through, back through a recap later. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the other big, uh, uh, big event. PS Five. PS Five. It's finally here. Yeah. Uh. I'm just going to start with the design. What would you think of it? It's not really that big of an issue, but... I mean, I I, I, I personally like it. I don't see... It's way better than the one that was leaked a long time ago. It, it is. Do you remember that? Do you remember that monstrosity that, what, that they were going to call the PS5? Holy crap. I, mean, I would have been good with either personally. I... I, I, I personally prefer this, but... Thank you cleaner pretty much <laughs> but it was like I, I i do like the i do like this new design i think it more encompasses of what it kind of is whether or not it's just a router between two pieces of paper yeah and now all i can see is kaiba's coat <laughs> it's true though yeah uh, anyway you're saying uh, uh nothing it, it doesn't matter no 
But yeah, I don't know. It's just a little thing that was like, and then uh, the big other big news with the PS5 in and of itself was that there's, and despite Sony crapping on Microsoft for doing this with the Xbox, there is going to be a disc, uh, a disc drive one, and then a digital one only, and stuff like that. So I remember Sony giving flack to Microsoft when they first announced it, doing with their Xbox One. And yeah. then it was now. Now, now they're kind of eating their own words right now. Yeah. So, but it, it it makes the console cheaper going for the digital one. Not having a disc drive saves probably close to a hundred bucks. Yeah. It. Uh. So, hey, if you're looking for it at a cheaper price, buy the digital one and just have all your games digitally. Which for some people, they're already doing that. Speaking of the the price, would you like to hear about that uh, BBC interview that happened earlier this week? Sure. So uh, the leader of Sony uh, came out on the BBC to talk about the future of PlayStation PS5. And uh, they, of course, dropped the big question, like, what is the price? How much is this thing? Oh, they did? Uh, yeah. And Sony, of course, didn't give it an answer. but Oh, so they, uh, they dropped the question, but they didn't answer it. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, basically said, and I can't believe I'm repeating this, that gaming doesn't have a recession at all, and that gamers don't really experience that. So what we're focusing on is more value and less on the cost or whatever. Okay, so basically they're trying to make up reasons as to why people should spend a lot of money on their console, is what I'm hearing. Uh, again, they didn't say what the price was going to be, but it. But they didn't like answer them. it, which means they're not comfortable to say the to say what it is because it's too expensive. That's what we're all that's, thinking. That's yeah. I'm. I'll just come out and say it. That's that's basically what a lot of people took away from it. And it's. Uh, I'm 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 worried, man. They did not not say the price though. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I I don't know. There was a there was a I remember I was looking on Reddit actually this morning uh, during one of my breaks at work. And uh, I, I think there was there must have been like a leak on Amazon that they had accidentally put up the price for the PS4. It was for the UK. So it was pounds. But if you convert it to US dollars uh, for the 750 bucks. Yep. It was 750 bucks and then 600 without the disk drive. Wow, uh, like yeah. 150 well, dis disc drives alone are like a hundred dollars. So I suppose so. I was like, I, I haven't. I mean, I haven't bought a disc drive because I was just like, I don't need one for my computer. I don't play. I don't usually have discs and stuff like that. So does anyone really yeah. use discs anymore, other than for like music? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Everyone just feel. I feel like everyone just does it digitally anymore. So it's like uh, I didn't feel the uh, need to. Like I said on Discord, I enjoy having my shelf and my sexy video game collection. So it's true. I like. Uh, what was it? I, I think. I think I was you. I was talking to you when you when uh, I was like Evan got the seal book uh, for the Final Fantasy VII remake, which has like the cool looking Sephiroth, and it's like a nice shiny case and stuff like that on the front. And then there's um. And then he got the Resident Evil one where it's like 
uh, Resident Evil 3 one where it's Jill running from Nemesis on the front and it looks awesome. Tiny bubbles. I prefer digital cop or physical copies of games. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I, I, I I prefer you physical copies of games uh, specifically for my Switch because I don't have a lot of storage and I don't want to really buy an SD card, so I just buy the buy the cartridges. You saying people may be eating their words if they're forced to choose between whether or not to pay $150 more for a disk drive, though. That's true. That is true. I don't know. And, but I'm also, I've, I've been playing games on PC for so long now that I just buy everything on Steam digitally. So, yeah, most of my games are digital. For major games, we download those $20 indie games. Yeah, that's true. Especially like those indie games that can't afford a physical copy. Basically, you, like, you only can buy them digitally. Even so, when the when they get their like specialty like physical release, those are uh, those are sometimes like to get like uh, Shantae and the Pirates Curse the uh, physical copy for uh, the Switch. Yeah. They only made like I don't know a couple hundred of them. Uh, PC oh. is different. Because my computer doesn't even have a disk drive. Like, like I said, I, most computers I've seen nowadays don't even incorporate a disk drive. Like I remember picking out my PC, my latest PC on PC, PC Part Picker, and they literally just like said the disk drive is completely pointless. Like there's no even real reason to spend the hundred dollars on a disk drive. I mean, yeah, at that point it's just an unnecessary cost. I mean, unless you're popping in DVDs or something like that and watching them all the time. You got streaming services for that. You got Netflix, you got Amazon Prime, you got Hulu, all that kind of stuff. So the age of disk drives might be going away. Yeah. Might be happening. But we'll see. Which is sort of sad, but I get it. And now here's my only thing. Here's another thing. So part of like, uh, you know, these big games or whatever is that, you know, they offer steel books for physical copies of card or physical copies. What if there isn't like a physical copy? Like there, they get they do away with the disc drive for let's say the PS6 or whatever. Like it's just it's completely gone. There's not even an option for it next time. And yeah. so, what do you offer to like as a collector's edition? Do you do you do like an art book, a bunch of DLC, I guess. For a collect, I don't know. For a collector's edition, I like I like the like you're saying. I like I like I like looking at my shelves. I like seeing all like the nice little. Interesting. I, I like seeing all the interesting like uh, art books and, or the steel books and stuff like that. It's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. We debate for disc drive uh, for or did all digital for the PS5. Feel that. Feel that. But yeah, I if, feel like we're just wrapping that up now. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see. I honestly, I'll be interested to see the numbers of what sells better. The I mean, I feel like it's almost destined that the digital will do better because it's going to be cheaper but at the same time it's we might be shocked by the number of people that buy the disk drive yeah it depends on how big the uh the price gap is differences in price if it's just like 50 bucks then i feel like a lot more people are just gonna be like yeah just just give me the disk drive if uh, if it's 100 bucks a lot more people i feel are going to be on edge and people are gonna just go for the digital one if it's like 150 because that's some those are some big savings. Okay, question for you actually. Then can, like, yeah. I'm gonna throw a I'm gonna throw a twist in this in this little debate. What if 
What if the PS5 is backwards compatible, but only for the discs? I feel like... That's toughy. Yeah, it is a toughy. Because then is it worth the extra $100 for the disc drive so you can play your old PS4 games on the new console? Probably not. This thing is only going to be able to play, like, what, the last 100 uh, released PS4 games or whatever. I know, but let's like, say they go even further back. Like, let's say let's say you could play, like, PS3 games. It, it can't, but... I know, uh, but imagine it could. I would... <laughs> I, I would say a lot more people would go for the disc version then. <laughs> I always like to play hypotheticals. Yeah. I think I think it's more of um, it's more if they do those things that it will be released digitally because there's no way they could actually play the discs. So, eh, who know? Who knows? Uh, speaking of games, actually, I was gonna. Or you gotta add something. Quick, add. Do you want to go over the accessories and how? Oh, I'm gonna just throw this out there. I think Sony's gonna do what Microsoft did and try to release their own uh, streaming platform because all yeah. of their gear just screams to me like we want to make everybody a Twitch a Twitch streamer, <laughs> like a built-in microphone into the controller. Uh, I mean, they already had that with PS4, didn't they? No, they no? did not have that. Oh, and then uh, the HD camera. Oh, uh, I have I. <laughs> I mean, they offered it to people. If they want to use it, go right ahead. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. If you want to put yourself out there, there's a lot of people that don't feel comfortable putting them, putting themselves out there like this. But du- DualSense controller is dope, though. Like, I'm oh, super the, excited. To get the my new hands controller. Yeah. yeah. I I'm loving that. So I. Far. You know, I used to be a PlayStation guy. I really did. Yeah. And then I found the Xbox controller, and I love it. I I I can't deny it. There's it there, is it, it feels it feels hold. so nice in your hands, and I don't even I can't even explain why. I think it's because of the the analog stick being the top left instead of like right where the right where the uh uh, uh, uh D pad is. But yeah. it just feels so good, and I I can't put my finger and I, and I think that's what it is but if i i was just like i remember holding a ps4 controller last time and i'm going man this thing is clunky but at the same time it's just like it's i i played playstation games from the age of uh, somewhere around eight to probably about 16 so and then i went pc most of the time and now i'm just like a hey, xbox controller traitor <laughs> i can't i can't i can't i can't do ps4 controllers anymore i can't do it i i don't know if that'll be the same way for the ps5 controller but we'll find out but yeah uh, anyway you wanted to start getting into games yes i was like speaking of games talk about the line yeah. talk about the lineup of games though first off though it grand is, theft auto 5 yeah grand theft auto 5, 5 woo, free when you buy the ps5 our after battle will be those, legendary uh, <laughs> man that was after all those gta 6 rumors it oh was a good decision God. on their part to open the conference with that yo y'all got phones <laughs> <laughs> i feel so bad for everybody oh god 
I can't tell you how many I can't tell you how many videos I've seen of people like watching watching the conference and then going opening up Saw the Rockstar like logo and then went yes yes GTA 6 and then literally within seconds they realized it was GTA 5 and going oh my god (laughs) it was if they were looking for a good meme to look at I found one to watch late at night. <laughs> like, why? Like, that's something you throw in, like, maybe the middle of the conference. That, at that point, no one's going to care. That's what tells... So, basically, what that tells me is that Rockstar is nowhere even close to releasing the, uh, to releasing Grand Theft Auto 6. No. They're at least two no. to three years away. Uh, for, uh, from what I hear, it's not all too far in development at all and that it could be another few years i'm guessing like 2024 but Jeez. i don't know i guess we'll have to see on that one i guess it's nuts what they me. need to do is stop working on gta 5 but they want to keep it relevant but they also don't want to take the resources from gta 5 to work on gta 6 and like they just need to find that happy balance i mean the tools in gta online will keep people occupied for a long long time like <sighs> Like that's fun. Like Achievement Hunter puts out a new thing for GTA every week, and it's like it's never the same. And they could they could do that without new content weekly. Basically, you could keep the daily challenges going. You can keep the weekly challenges and everything going. That and that'll keep people more than entertained. Within like for like another like two years, probably. Just I'm on the uh, PlayStation website. uh, for the uh where it's talking about gta 5 on uh ps5 very top comment can't wait to play this brand new rockstar game <laughs> i also want to, so my brother said something i mean to be fair the amount of money they make from gta 5 is insane it's true yeah. they make a ton of money from gta 5 it's it's really what's kept them what's really kept rockstar afloat despite the lack of games i mean other than like red dead 2 what else have they put out? So it's like that's what keeps them afloat. That's what they. That's how stuff like that. I'm like, it's just you're laughing about <laughs> something over there. Some of these, uh, they're just. Oh boy. <laughs> I'll I'll stop. Oh I'm boy. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Just, all these comments are just are just dunking on it it's hilarious i mean can you blame them it's all it's it's they're getting as bad as bethesda with with uh skyrim like it's literally out on every console you can think of it's the only game other than skyrim that's three years old at this point yeah and i was was just like jesus it's it's getting crazy but i can't i can't blame them for wanting to like Keep it relevant, especially if they're nowhere close yeah. to six. I mean, absolutely, yeah. So just tone it down. I'd, I'd say a little. Right, I mean, so... they did it to themselves. Yeah. So, anyways, any Hoosier wants it. Let's talk about some other games that are that are new games that are actually like super hype because there was a lot of them in that in that uh, reveal. All right, what do you, what do you want to start off with? Because I actually have some things to talk. 
Uh, where do we start? <laughs> uh, let's start with Spider-Man Miles Morales. How about? Okay. Uh, they didn't offer. Uh, they didn't really tell us what it was, but it's apparently its own spin-off game for the PS5. Yeah. So for anyone, it, it what it go ahead. What it what it basically is like. I've talked to you about this for a little bit. Is like its own little half title uh, like they really didn't put i hate to say they didn't put too much development time in this but they put less than they would in a full-on sequel well more than they would for a dlc okay it's, it's here, here's what i'll say to that i'm sorry yeah but is that basically i know that they planned on doing a miles morales dlc for the original spider-man for the for the marvel spider-man game that mm-hmm. that was rumored and they said they had canceled it and now we know what happened to it. It was so big that they wanted to put it in its own game, basically, and game, expand yeah. on it more. And it's not the first time I've heard of that. There was a the game called, you know the game Enter the Gungeon? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they, there was a follow-up game called Exit the Gungeon, which was supposed to be their paid DLC for that game. It turned into its own game. So it's not the first time I've heard of it. It probably won't be the last time we've ever heard of something like this happening. Where the content is just so big that I mean, uh, uh, I mean, like even the big boys are doing it now. Like uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel was originally supposed to be DLC, and now it's its own thing. Yep. So this isn't uncommon by any means. I, I, I'm just like keeping it real, saying what it is. I'm still super hyped for this because oh, Spider-Man yeah. PS4 top tier like Spider-Man game, and Miles Morales more than deserving of his own game at this point. This Especially. is going to be amazing especially after spider-verse yeah oh everyone got on the miles morales hype train after spider-verse i can't tell you how many people were like who is miles morales before this and then everyone's like oh yeah let's go (laughs) dude i read his comics though like they were really good yeah yeah so i'm glad he's finally getting the recognition recognition he's deserves and yeah and it looks like he has his own game now yeah and it looks like he's gonna have like all the uh spider powers that he that he has like the comics and the movie and stuff like that and he's gonna have like partial invisibility and then uh the shock little lightning and stuff like that have you seen the uh mock-ups people have been putting out of the possible like miles morales themed uh ps5s on release i have if they look dope if sony has any sense if if, get to work on that if Sony is looking at this and seeing how amazing those look, get on it. Send somebody to do this right now. Design it and make it happen. Come on. It looks so good. It looks so good. If anyone has not seen them, look them up. Literally Google them right now. And you will find one that looks so hype. You almost wonder how did they not just go that with that with the original the 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 normal concept for the PS5? <laughs> no, I, it would have been cool though. Google what I missed it. Uh, the look up Spider-Man Miles Morales PS5. It, it's it's not a guarantee. It's not a thing, but people photoshopped it and it looks dope. It looks so good. Oh, it looks so good. Yep. So that I mean. It's more Spider-Man. What what can what can we say more about the, about it, Spider-Man? Oh, dude, I just started thinking of this. You know how um, 
they had all the different suits in the uh, previous Spider-Man game. Yes. What if even in this they have a bunch of like different Miles Morales suits and oh, yes. Spider-Verse suit? Yes. Dude, I yes. need that. I feel like that's like a staple for that game is collecting all the different suits. Yeah. So. I'm hella excited for the Spider-Verse sequels, by the way. Oh, yeah. Super hyped for those. Like, I was like, 20, what is it, 2022? Oh, yeah. That'll be a day. I'll, I'll, I'll go see that day one. Easy. Easily. So. But, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a good decision uh, to basically... <laughs> they didn't open with that, but they basically did. Yeah, I, I kind of missed the beginning of it, but I, I that was ba- that was the first game I saw. When I mean, they the only thing that you missed was GTA Five. Yeah, so. <laughs> don't worry. I walked out to the living room. Billy and Evan look at me and he goes, "GTA Five is on the PS 5 and I'm like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay, so I didn't miss a lot then." <laughs> was, it's what everyone is most excited for the. Uh, for this uh, and it i'll admit I, I i was telling everybody no it's not gonna launch with a spider-man game no and now i'm uh now you're eating your words huh yep i knew it once they when they bought insomniac when when sony bought insomniac i was like oh it's 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 launching with the spider-man title oh, you know they it do that like earlier than they did oh yeah like I'm surprised what didn't happen was they bought Insomniac, and then they told him, hey, make Spider-Man. And then, like, then then the Spider-Man game we got, and then it was just, like, they rolled from there. No, it was after the first one. They were like, crap. Microsoft could just take you. We're buying you. Yeah. <laughs> like, just straight up, like, Microsoft was Spider-Man. Scary thought for Sony. <laughs> that was a scary thought. Like, they, or they, they, they shit their pants for a moment there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Spider-Man. So, moving on from that, do we just want to move on to the other big Insomniac title of the conference? Uh, sure, go for it. Uh, so, yeah, they're actually making a new Ratchet & Clank game. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Do you, do you know the last time I played Ratchet & Clank? Like, my brother's played some of the newer ones, but... Do you, guess what the last uh, Ratchet & Clank game was that I played, if I haven't told you already. First one? Nope. No. I have played, well, I played the first one. I played Going Commando, which is my favorite one, because that is by far the best one, in my opinion. And then there was the third one with Up Your Arsenal. And I was just like, and after that, Ratchet & Clank kind of fell off the map for me. First one was all, that was the number one game I was hyped about, Ratchet & Clank. I mean, it it certainly got its recognition back by having that nice new uh, re-release on that garbage animated movie. So people oh. are excited for Ratchet and Clank again, and if you're as and and if you're asking me, they're doing exactly what Microsoft should be doing. Like, oh, we have this like uh, big kids franchise that we can that that has a lot of fans around it. Let's let's re-release it, or, or no, let's make another game in that franchise. Yeah, because you know, like Sony's probably already planning on doing another Crash Bandicoot game, right? Oh yeah, like that's happening, be. right? I'm I'm surprised they didn't announce one of them. Right? I, I know. Mean, or what one I really want to see is Jack and Daxter, dude. 
Remember oh putting my God. Jack and Daxter, Jack 2, Jack 3? Oh, those games were great. Maybe not Jack 2, but Jack 3 and, and the Jack 1. Dope. Love those games. Meanwhile, uh, Rare is just kind of... Yeah, Rare is just sitting here going, what are we doing? <laughs> hey, uh, Microsoft, you know, we made uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day and Banjo-Kazooie, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know we can do that again, right? Yep. <sighs> totally, totally can do that again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Excellent idea. Make more DLC for DLC of Thieves. Yep. Let's do that instead of, you know, doing the other things we're really known for. I mean, I'm hoping they're going to come out and be like, that's what we're doing. I hope uh, so. But people were absolutely right when they say Microsoft has some catching up to do after this conference. It wasn't the most amazing conference I've ever seen, but it certainly put PlayStation in the lead here. They gave reasons for people to be hyped about the PS5. Like, I was I yeah. was all, like, I think when we first talked about it on, like, the first episode, I was like, I'm not interested in the PS5. There's not enough for me to play that I would be interested in playing it. Watching that whole event, wow, there's a lot I actually want to play on that. <laughs> like, straight up. Yeah, Microsoft, you can't release with just Halo. There has to be other stuff. There there needs to be more than just Halo because there's spy- you're, you're facing Spider-Man, you're facing a bunch of different games and yeah. stuff like that uh, now. Po- Pokeguy666 says, it looks really cool and I like that there will probably be a second playable character with a female ratchet. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, you, heard, you heard what happened with that too, right? No. Or did you get the exact same? As soon as she came up on screen... Uh, uh, like I'm guessing, like the um, expected reaction was g- gonna be like, "Oh, hey, like there's this cool new female character for Russia, and it's like awesome." But the majority of the public actually took away from that. Oh, we're gonna make lots and lots of porn in this character. There's going to be so much porn, <sighs> and like, and like less than a half hour after the conference was over, Rule Thirty Four was just flooded. I mean, that's. That's the rule of Rule 34. If you can think it, there's porn of it. Gotta give the furries what they want. <laughs> yeah. <hate> the <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but hey. I, I I don't know. I guess I haven't really cared about Ratchet and Clank long enough. To, or, I shouldn't say long enough. I, I haven't really cared about him for a long time now. And I should give it another chance, but I just don't. There's 11 pages of it. Oh, good. So. 11 pages. Oh, boy. All right. That's more than I need to know. All right. So. We here at. (laughs) So moving on to get away from this this subject. How about the Demon Souls remake? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. There's a game I didn't know I wanted. (laughs) But I did. I've never played Demon Souls. I've never, like I said, I've only rarely played a little bit of the first Dark Souls. More of a reason for me to try and uh, do that, I guess. Right. <laughs> meh. <Yeah>. Also meh. <laughs> there, was, there was a little bit of surprising controversy that surrounded that one, too, where people got really pissed for a little while that it only... Uh, is apparently going to run at like 30 frames per second. 
Really? And then Sony came out and was like, if you want it to run faster than 30 frames per second, get TVs that run faster than 30 frames a second. Oh, lovely. So that's how that's how you that, that, that's like a that's like a Google Stadia moment where, you know, they, they promise that everything's going to be able to run in HD 60 frames a second. And then they said, we'll talk to developers of making their game uh, HD capable with 60 frames per second capability. And I'm like, you're literally talking about Destiny 2 right now, which has surpassed that. <laughs> So I'm just like you can't you can't use that in his argument. If you say it's a thing, it's got to be a thing. Don't blame your don't blame others when you failed. Yeah, dude, Stadia is just Stadia. Is Stadia, I, I, it's the future of gaming, right? They're gonna die after oh. these consoles come out. I that, hope so. That thing's not doing well well at all already. It's just gonna. Die, though. The overall Especially concept after... of Stadia is just terrible. Like the idea well, is rent. well, the idea is that you don't need to like own a console to play a game, so you have to stream it. Problem with that is is that the the technology is just not there. It, it's it's Google trying to get too crazy with technology these days. Hasn't died yet. That's, it that surprises me. Yeah, right. And that's why I really like what um, like that's one of the things that Microsoft does have going for them. Like, they uh already have that uh a great Xbox Games Pass, and eventually uh, I th I think with the release of the Xbox Series X, they're gonna be like, hey, uh, you have Game Pass, cool, you can stream the games instead. So if you have the ability to do that, then you can just do it. And I hear it's going to work with smartphones and tablets and all kinds of different devices. They're testing it out right now, and I actually got a beta key for the phone version, and it, I'm not going to lie, it, it, it works great. So basically, what I'm hearing is, is Google just screwed up again. Basically. Okay, cool. Uh, Microsoft has a version of Stadia that's just better than Stadia in every single way. And... Come that service, they're just going to crash and burn. Yeah, I mean, and, and when you look at how they're doing it, right? So you have to what 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 is it? It's you have to it, you pay for the controller and like the little setup thing. That's like what hundred and thirty dollars or something like that. Last I heard. Yeah. Okay, so one hundred thirty dollars for the for the for the controller and the other thing that comes with it. There's so then free, there's a there's a free version now, but if you want oh to play there is full quality, yeah. Huh. If you want to play games at a uh, full quality, like 4K 60 FPS or whatever, uh, you gotta pay uh, ten bucks a month, and that'll get you a Stadia Pro, and you get a free few games. With okay. It. Well, I remember when it launched, you needed that subscription thing, but then yeah. on top of that, you needed to purchase the game again. <laughs> yeah. When you have to tell people that they have to repurchase games that they already have. On top of paying for a subscription service, on top of paying for controller and stuff like that, yeah, it's not really all that great. I don't get it. That was a perfect plan. Oh yeah, perfect. Anywho, what's it? Let's get off of Stadia because I don't want to give them any more screen time than they deserve. So let's move on because it doesn't seem like we all want to talk about uh, Demon Souls. So let's talk about one I know my brother is excited for: Godfall. 
You ever, you ever uh, look at that one? Yeah. <laughs> that one is uh, Gearbox's, uh, what they're calling is the first ever slasher looter, which I'm going to call BS on that one because yeah, that's every him. RPG in existence. Look at Witcher 3. Eh. Like, it, I know I'm I'm calling crap on them, but, like, it actually looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It looks fine. Oh, controversial opinion, I don't like the art direction. You don't like the art direction? Some people, no, I, I get how it can appeal to some people. It just feels like a mishmash of way too many different types of different styles to me. Okay. It's, yeah. Sorry. And then um brother's like, it's called a looter slasher, bro. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But they're claiming that they're the first looter slasher that they created a whole new genre. It's like strand games trying to, to call walking simulators a new different thing. It's not I mean, it's not happening. In my no, opinion, I don't I, think it happened. I mean, even if even if you get rid of the whole RPG thing completely, like again, Warframe has been doing this for yeah. years now. How how it's, how old is that game? That's got that, what is that? That's got to be on its almost eighth year, right? I think I think it's already gotten past its tenth year anniversary. Seriously? Holy moly! All right, this game is older than I thought. But yeah, Warframe's been like doing stuff like this for a long. So seven years old. Hey, I was close. I said eight. Yeah. So I, it's not an unheard of concept, but it looks interesting. I don't know. I'm kind of in a weird spot with Gearbox right now because Borderlands is good. They keep releasing so many glitchy things. First time I've heard of Warframe, it was like two years ago. No, Warframe's been around for a long time. It's just they didn't gain the publicity and like, like being as big as they are probably for like the past three years or something like that. Yeah. Like that was when they took off. So they've been around. They've been around for a long time. It's just I don't know. I, I don't think Godfall is going to be like the big landmark release like some people are expecting it to be. Oh yeah. What I'm the reception I'm kind of expecting is uh going to be similar to uh Killzone Shadowfall for the PS4. Where people are like, Yeah, it's a, a really good game and yeah it is. After the first couple of months people are probably gonna forget about it. And just move on to newer things. That was kind of the thing with Borderlands 3, too. Is there was like maybe a month or two that it was really hyped. And everyone was like, oh yeah, Borderlands 3. And then it fell off the face of the market. I don't know. You ever hear anyone talk about Borderlands 3 these days? Because I don't. No. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I love that game. I think it's great. Is it as good as the second one? No. But it's still fun. Yeah. And i'm enjoying it despite their minor fuck up with uh with uh ladies guardian takedown where they uh took the okay so they have the takedowns are like the raids for like for mm. borderlands 3 and so they give the the raid uh, uh enemies extra health right to make them hard yeah so they fucked up their uh coding and they gave them an extra 20 percent health on top of the extra health that they already gave them so they're basically walking tanks and that are unkillable oh. not to mention some game if some guns aren't working correctly anymore and like 
it's it's a mess, and they, it sounds like they have some they have they have something they have like a lot of things that they needed to fix on the next hot patch that I think comes out Thursday. It sounds like they already have most of it fixed. It's just they're testing it again, and I'm just like, couldn't you have just waited? So that's kind of where I'm just like, if 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 it comes out a buggy mess and it's just unplayable in ways and stuff like that like even borderlands 3 was kind of like that when it first came out but it was good enough yeah just so you know there was more bad stuff about the takedown design that i haven't told you about oh good <laughs> good <laughs> and there's more oh, wrong more with that bad. takedown that i don't know about oh good <laughs> the first takedown was actually pretty good too the, the Malawan takedown that they came out with, the, the first one, was actually pretty good. And it's actually, like, challenging, but not too challenging enough where you can't do it. So, yeah, that's about where I'm at. So, hey, Gearbox, just, if you're going to do Godfall, do it right, and don't mess it up this time. I, I, I can't tell you how many games die because of, of glitchy launches or buggy things or stuff like that been out for less than a week and no one plays it oh good and it's just like it, it's it's a good way to kill off a game basically because that's kind of what happened with for honor is i remember that game came out everyone was super hyped for it yeah and, and uh everyone was just like and then it was there were so many bugs there were so many glitches there was no dedicated servers bunch of just a bunch of shit was wrong and now you're fighting an uphill battle not saying Ubisoft hasn't won that. We're seeing, looking at the history of Rainbow Six Siege, but it's something you'd rather not do. Yeah. Oh, and then looking at you, Anthem, right? <laughs> looking at Anthem. Yep. And that's that's that. And that's all we wrote about Anthem. We all know that that story. We don't need to talk about it. Good job, EA. They're still remaking that, and I know. And yeah, maybe maybe it will be the game that everyone hopes it to be. I have my doubts, but... We can tackle that another day, though. That'll be another day. Maybe when there's more news about it and when it's closer to the date. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about other games that actually look good. You got one on you, or am I just going through the list again? I mean, I I got one that especially stood out to me, and I am super pumped for it, though I feel like most people aren't. Okay. Dude. There is a game that you can play as a cat. Yep, Stray. So Stray. Uh, well, uh, is it Ariel was around and she was just like, "Oh my god, I love it." <laughs> uh, Billy was like that it, too. So it looks so good, dude. You get to play as a mystery solving cat. It'll be like that hey. other game where you play as a mystery solving cat, but now it's mixed with Cyberpunk. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, it could be fun to walk around as a cat. You never know. Maybe, maybe there'll be more to that. Maybe there'll be more to that game than we think. Yeah. I don't know. Not my cup of fourth day, but hey, it, it's noticeable. Um. <laughs> yeah. You blah, there. You, you doing okay? You um, didn't. Li- you didn't I, like how I said it's not my cup of tea. Dude, the cat game is everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> maybe the cat drinks from a cup of tea. You never know. Anyway, oh uh, let's. Uh, I want to talk about, even though it's a game I don't play, Hitman Three. That one's a uh, that one's a big one for some people yeah. that love the Hitman series. I mean, last two were really good. 
I wouldn't done. consider either of them like super noteworthy, but they, like I said, both very, very solid games. Something yeah. that really stood out to me in this game, or uh, in this in this next one, what is up with that golden city that has buildings that are peaking above the clouds, man? No idea. Absolutely like, no idea. So, like more so than anything else that got me excited because just in general that looks super super cool yeah i i was just like i don't i've not i haven't really played a hitman game but i know i've watched enough of uh achievement hunter just let's watch uh hitman hitman 2 they love that game and they will definitely do a lot of content around hitman 3 and it will be funny watching gavin fa gavin and ryan fail to try and kill people in the most convoluted ways uh that's that's what i'm more looking forward to i, I want to see that <laughs> if anything the let's plays are going to be so worth it with that game oh yeah oh yeah so i don't know that was that was just funny to me <laughs> i was just like i was like that's literally what popped into my head i'm like i'm not gonna play this game but i'm gonna watch it. i'm gonna watch the team i'm gonna play this game and it'll be fun <laughs> it'll be a good time yeah uh, all right, next on the list, what you got? One game I, I, I'll be honest, I don't mind, I don't mind skipping because I have nothing to say about it. I don't know if you do. Uh, NBA Two K Twenty One. Yep, let's just uh, hard skip on that loot boxes yeah. and uh, more. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, and then my, me and my brother's favorite player uh, was one, was uh, one of the uh, guys showing it off for uh, that Zion Williams. I don't know how much you pay attention to basketball, but he was like. What 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 do they call him, Jeremy? He was like the, especially unicorn or whatever. I think is what they is what they called him in because he was just like he's like the perfect player and everything. We all hated it for him, and he actually doesn't seem like a bad guy. But yeah, <sighs> I've 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 sports did before, you know, like uh, that game where you put the ball in the in the hoop and all the people yell. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you I, kick a field goal, right? Yeah. Basketball, <laughs> right into the end zone. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, as I was like, oh, that's the, probably like one of the worst ways to to throw out a game like that. And like, but hey, they did it because, you know, influencers. Imagine, okay, imagine for a second. Okay, let's imagine for a second that E3 was going on. COVID basically never happened in a way. E3 was going on. That was probably going to be the entire E3 presentation for every game. God, that would suck. I seriously wouldn't watch E3 then. Remember when we uh, weren't going to talk about this game? Yep. Yeah. So, but I, I just wanted to throw out there that E3, that was basically going to be E3 in a nutshell. No, we don't know that. They could have... Uh, it's probably what it was. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, that probably would have been because I was going to say Call of Duty Cold War, but that's Activision. So, I don't know. That's probably what every game reveal would have been for E3. That wasn't that was like a big triple A game, obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah, there was that. Um, so let's talk about one that we actually will want. Oh, unless you got something more. I got, I got one more that to me just stuck out like a sore thumb in all the best ways. OK, I'm actually kind of excited for it. That uh, furry visual novel. Uh, Goodbye, oh, Volcano Go High. goodbye, Volcano High. <laughs> That's got to be like a dino dating sim, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. It's gotta be. I, I can imagine there are so many people that are super, super excited for this. It is <laughs> not my thing at all, but oh, I am no. super happy for those people. Yeah. Hey, gaming is all inclusive thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's got a market, so like why not, man? If if there is a market, there is a game for it. So the art style's pretty good too. Yeah. Like, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I was like, that looks interesting at least. I I'll I'll say that. So um another game I kinda I kinda wanna glance over real fast. I don't know how much I cause I, I was actually a little disappointed in this game because I remember from last year's E3, then they showed it off at the Bethesda game. That was Ghostwire Tokyo. That game looks so good at at E3 2019. Yeah. Seeing it at the PS5 reveal looked like a crappy VR version of the game, and I hated it. Cannot stress that enough how much I didn't like that game and what it had become. Because how they originally put it out there is you're like a samurai with somewhat magical abilities. So I was kind of thinking Sekiro, but like less fantasy, uh, more like more. Like, well, I shouldn't say less fantasy because it's magic and stuff like that, but less sci-fi and more fantasy driven. Yeah. But you're still like a samurai, so you could run around with swords. In the demo, they literally just told you well, holding up your two hands with shooting magic at like aliens or some shit. I don't really know. <laughs> but I'm just like, this looks this looks so crappy as as to compare to what it was. And then they didn't even end the tagline that they had crafted the year ago, which was so much better than the one they had for this year. I don't even remember what they had for this year, but I remember what they had in 2019 and it it would look so good. And it looked like, it looked like it was like a, uh, like a, like a horror, almost like a horror slasher game in a way, kind of like a devil may cry. What was their, uh, what was their old tagline? Uh, don't fear the unknown attack it. I don't know. I like that's that a, one. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely understand where the disappointment is coming from. And I, I get like a lot of people are super upset at the game. Not gonna lie, I saw this coming because it's being made by Shinji Mikami. Oh, really? I didn't know who yeah. was making it. I just knew Bethesda was the publisher. And he he always gets like super like wild with his games, which is one of the reasons so many people love him. Well, I so again, I I understand the disappointment. I still am looking forward to it though because he is one of the very like an underground gaming master. Here, here's here uh, basically. I don't know, maybe this is just me putting too many expectations on the game initially. Yeah. Or thinking it's this, and then it's actually this type deal. But it looked like a samurai game. Literally, the guy held a sword in the first in the first trailer. And, like, you didn't see any gameplay of it. But, like, he's running around with a sword now and everything like that. And you're, like, taking down these aliens, whatever the hell it is monsters that are taking over your that are taking over and just magically making people disappear this one literally went nothing into that and it looked about the same plot line in a way with actual combat but then there was no sword play i don't know i'm a sucker for sword play i love sword play i and stuff like that it's why i love for honor it's like i just like the the ability to like 
just see swords. Like, magic's cool and all of that, but there's something about swordplay is always good to me. Yeah. So. I... I don't want to sound like that guy, but I feel like I could have told you that's not what the game was going to be. Yeah. Uh, back when it was first announced. It, it, and I absolutely feel for a lot of the people that are super disappointed. Maybe, I, they'll, maybe they'll turn it around. Who knows? Maybe it'll be look like, like they, an interesting game. I feel like when it's going to come out, people are going to be pissed off for it for a very minuscule amount of time and then just absolutely love it. Because, like, if you've uh, seen the uh, no of the other games that uh, Mikami has worked on, like uh, God Hand, uh, Killer7, Vanquish, Shadows of the Damned, these are all, like, extraordinarily fun, funny, and super charming and unique, like, single-player experiences. So I have a, still have a positive set of expectations for it. Maybe it'll prove me wrong. I don't know. Yeah. That's 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 where I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that I guess maybe it'll prove me wrong I just from when I saw it back in 2019 I went oh that looked cool to now and eh, not so much anymore but hey that's what cinematic trailers do sometimes rather than not seeing gameplay yeah. now that I've actually seen gameplay maybe I'm not thinking so much of it anymore but you know what game I am into though and you pro- and you're probably into this. Horizon Forbidden West? How about that? That, is, that was the console seller for me. They could have announced yep. just that, and I would be like, okay, I guess I have to buy a PS5 now. Horizon Zero Dawn was so, so good. The, uh, the art style was unique. The setting was so... It, you, it was unique. It was enriching. The story and the world, oh my god. Dude, have you played that game before? No, but I hear the first one's coming out for PC, and I'm totally buying it. I'm totally playing it. So good. So, so good. One my, of my... my brother's played a ton of it, so everything I know of is like, from him. I love The Last of Us. Horizon Zero Dawn is my favorite PS4 game. There you go. If that's not enough praise, I don't know what is at this point. Like, And, and more reasons for me to be excited for a sequel. I, yeah, I'm I'm so so excited for Horizon Forbidden West. Oh yeah, it it looks very very good. Still, need to go back in 100% Horizon. You you 100% games like crazy. He does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> he picks up a game. He absolutely loves it. Like, where, aren't you doing a, a, a 100% playthrough of uh, Final Fantasy VII remake? Or am I crazy? You might be. I don't know. But. Yeah, Horizon, it looked really good. Um, everything about it looked amazing, honestly. I, it, like you said, it's a seller. Uh, we have discussed the real big winner of the PS5, the reveal of Bud's, a bug snack. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that Man. one where you are what you eat? That, that looks interesting, certainly. Looks like a little fun game. But yeah, Horizon is like is the console seller for a lot for probably a lot of people. Like Spider Man's cool. It, it's definitely like a reason for them to get it. But if there was ever like a huge reason to get it, it's it's Horizon. Like I can I can think of no big, no bigger seller. Like I, I was thinking, oh, I was thinking Last of Us was gonna be a PS5 exclusive. Literally releases this week, and I'm just like, yeah, what? <laughs> And so I was just like, well, now they're releasing with Horizon. They gotta. Like, 
I don't I don't know what to make of The Last of Us. Like every major review site has been giving it a perfect score. But then like the first user review came out and it, and he compared it to uh The Last Jedi and it's Really? I hear reviews I, reviews for it are pretty good actually. Uh that again, most reviews are saying it's perfect. Uh, like the first review from like a YouTuber, that's what he was t- saying about it. I don't know. I I want to get my hands on it personally, see what it's like. That's true. We all know how game reviews are. They're always 100% right all 100% of the time. Oh yeah. Eh. Ne- never wrong. Uh let's I don't want to get into that and until I know what I'm talking about though. That's true. I want to make that perfectly clear. It's a completely misinformed uh opinion that I have right now. It's too much water. <laughs> <laughs> IGN. Thank you. Not thank you, IGN. Yes. Um, but yeah, I Last of Us will be Last of Us will be interesting. I hear it's pretty yeah. good for the most part, but I'm I was just surprised it wasn't a launch title for the PS5. Like I thought that was gonna be a seller. Yeah. But it's not. And now they replaced it with Horizon, and I would say that was a pretty good replacement. <laughs> They replaced like Last of Us with Horizon, Mile, uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Who who knows what uh, else? Uh, uh, Sony's got their like next generation of exclusives with games like that. Moving on from games like uh, God of War and oh, yeah. uh, oh, Uncharted. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll still see something from those franchises. It the progression is neat to see. At least that's another game I I was expecting to see but didn't. Uh, like a God of War seek. Oh, I, I was like, uh, you good over there? Yeah, I hope so. Uh, no, you uh, go, go ahead. Okay. I was just like, I, I had a feeling that God of War basically wasn't going to be shown off. I think they're at least another year away from showing anything or even teasing it. Yeah. So. I'm not surprised. If anything is shown is that they will take the time. They will make it as good as they possibly can to like live up to God of War. Like, cause clearly you could see on like from the devs that they loved God of War. Like they absolutely adore God of War. And yeah, and when, when you have always, that much love and devotion in the game, it shows. And it's always super good to, uh, good to see that engagement from a developer because you know, Whenever a game of theirs does come out, it's going to be the best version of that game that it can be. Yeah. And uh, what else is there? And then uh, I just remember the game awards when they were uh, what was it? It was the voice actors for Kratos and then the uh, for his son were up on stage and he was just like the boy had the, the boy had the had the envelope and he's just like read it boy read it. <laughs> it's just yes oh, we were so hyped for it we wanted it so bad and they gave it to us <laughs> it's perfect but yeah that one's that one's definitely to look for for the ps5 for sure so rising that uh let's talk about the other one that i think we're both super excited for resident evil 8 village oh yeah oh village. yeah <laughs> looks so good oh yeah it looks like it's going to be the perfect mix of like resi 7 and the uh resident evil 2 remake yes i oh if it's that oh my god 
like after Resident Evil 6, if you would have told me like Resident Evil is going to bounce back and it's going to bounce back hard, mm. it's going to be like a flagship horror franchise again, I would have been like, ah. no, you're, you're, you're crazy. You're that, crazy. That's not going to happen again. Then if Resi 7 happened and then these amazing remakes. And, oh, dude, Village looks so good. So good. Oh, yeah. Res- Resident Evil 8, I was just like, I was literally like not sure what I was looking at. I, I honestly thought I was Bloodborne for a long time. And then I heard uh, uh, Ethan's voice. And I was just like, oh, wait, that's Ethan. And then he was like, Chris. And I'm like, that's Chris Redfield? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> that's RE8. <laughs> Ooh, yep. That was that was a reveal right there. And I was just like, yeah. oh, I'm all on the hype train now. If anything, I was like, from R- I was like, like you said, from going from Resident Evil 6 to Resident Evil 7. Then they went back to RE2 and remade that masterpiece of a game. And then RE3, haven't played it yet. I heard it's not as great as as RE2, but it's still fun and stuff like yeah. that. And it's but it's yeah. just like and now rumors are, which are probably true, that they're remaking RE4. Dude, that's gonna be a smash hit. I mean, RE4 is already a really good game. It's set precedence for a lot of survival horror games. So yeah, a remake will a re- make so much money. Though. And there are so many people that don't want the remake, and I'm like, what? You don't want the remake? Are you crazy? Like, you don't want to see the horror that is RE4 in like 4K craziness? Dude, I. That game is gonna be. I get, I get the idea is that they don't want Capcom to fuck it up, right? That's the that's the yeah. idea. But here's the thing: I'm I don't think they will. Looking After at the last two great remakes, I have my full confidence. You you hit my point I where I was like, literally, it was just like everyone after these last two games. I am so hyped for it. I want it. I remember playing RE4 like maybe once or twice, and and I was just like, oh, this game is fucking scary. Like it's now. now good flip side if you would have came to me and said hey konami is gonna remake silent hill 2 for example I would oh have i haven't really played the silent hill series so i i it'd be just, cool just if they did stop konami it'd be cool if they did but the industry the industry has officially had enough of you <laughs> yeah it's just like I remember seeing a meme. It was like it was like SpongeBob. It was like a SpongeBob thing where they like danced around. Like that's like Resident Evil fans, and then it's just like Squidward behind the thing, Silent Hill fans, and I'm like, yeah, it's basically how everyone feels. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like RE8 was super super excited for that one. What uh, do you mean Silent Hill fans? Don't you just love the new Plinko machine that we gave you? <laughs> right. What about Metal Gear Survive? That was a smash shit. Everyone loved it. Oh man, I I can't even tell you what's going on like with their with their most recent storylines when it comes to RE Seven. Like what what's because we really don't know a ton of what like do we is Umbrella the good guy now or are they still the bad guys posing as the good guys? I don't know. Can't tell, and it's really weird because it's almost like because it's like. Chris isn't all like jacked up. He's all he's not like all roided out anymore from like RE five, RE six, right? He's yeah. Because like RE six was that it was the meme that the final boss is the boulder, right? Yeah, you, you punch the boulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's the meme, right? <laughs> that's, that's the meme, yeah. So I'm just like, and he doesn't look like he's like all jacked up and roided out anymore. So maybe he got 
fixed. I don't know. And then it's just like, now he's a good guy or is he the bad guy of the game? There's a lot of people that say he's the bad guy, but there's also a lot of people say that he's still a good guy. But then there comes the question, is Umbrella the good guy now? And how can we call Umbrella the good guy after so many games of them being the bad guys? <laughs> yeah, that was a that was certainly a sentence right there. Really was a lot of run on sentences, but yeah, it was. So it's, uh, it's basically uh, basically just summed up all of the, everyone's thoughts about RE7. Going, I don't know what's going on anymore. No one really knows what's going on anymore. Yeah, it's about it's about as much sense as uh, trying to make sense of a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Hey, like you said, if anything, they're already they're already looking like they're gonna do something amazing. Oh. All right. Anything else you got to add there? Because that was basically my list. For, uh, dude, there's there was so much other stuff that was announced. I know, but that was basically my list of all like the biggest things. I mean, yeah, that was all the biggest things. Uh, another good one is, well, we could talk about Destruction All-Stars, but I have nothing but complaints, so I don't know if we want to. I guess we could talk about the game that actually wasn't on the PS5 reveal, but it it is going to be on the PS5, is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I want to talk about that one for yeah. a bit. I, I think it's interesting that uh, they just came out and said, yeah, it's going to be smaller than previous Assassin's Creed games, but... There's going to be a lot more like actual good side quests, which is what Assassin's Creed really needs because love Assassin's Creed. Side stuff is terrible. Yeah, it is. It's it's fluff. It always has been, and I, I get how some people are enjoy that kind of thing. I'm not one of them, so I'm hoping it's it's going to be better. But. I was like, I, like, I don't know. I, I, I said this, I think, last week. I was like, I'm just like, I haven't really played Assassin's Creed since Assassin's Creed 3. Didn't play, I played Origins very slightly. Not a huge fan of it. And you were like, hey, if you didn't like uh, Origins, you're probably not going to like Odyssey. So I yeah, haven't really tried you, Odyssey. But. I know, like, you basically no. said what I was going to say. I know my brother's yeah, been playing uh, Odyssey. And he likes it. So. That's why he's looking forward to it, you know. I mean, here's the thing. You threw Vikings in Assassin's Creed. Who doesn't love Vikings? <laughs> Very true. It's like, I don't know. Hey. That's how I look at That's how I look at Assassin's Creed. Like, it's just like, what, what are they trying? Like, I get they're like... You know, you throw in a bunch of different things. Oh, and Norse mythology, yeah. Um, you try and throw in Assassin's Creed, but like part of the re- part of the mystique that I thought was Assassin's Creed was as much as people complained about the Desmond parts in like older Assassin's Creed games, they were important. Yeah. There was an overarching story that encompassed all of these different things and told you to go look back into history of your ancestors of the of the assassins to find answers to the future. They kind of it's- abandoned that after. Uh, it's mattering less and less, and at this point, I kind of wish they would just come out and make an Assassin's Creed game set in the future, yeah. which is ultimately what it's building up to. But 
Yeah. Eh. And then they kind of gave up on it because they were just like, it doesn't work anymore. And it's unfortunate. Now, here's now they could spin this as well. Is that a future Assassin's Creed game, maybe even even with Valhalla, you could literally say these were all things that were like like Desmond was doing things in advance and like you said, leading up to something like a futuristic Assassin's Creed. And like, like where you're playing as Desmond. Like I think we're quite a while away from that because I think ultimately the Assassin's Creed game set in the future is going to probably end up being like the Assassin's Creed Infinity War, basically. It is going to be the like most anticipated one because that's basically what they've been building up to all this time. Yeah. That's true. And it's yeah. just it's it's so hard when you're like you want to try and make these things and and like here's the thing they've specifically avoided time periods where guns were very prominent like they've like there are there are guns in like they've they've dipped their toes like there are guns in unity and unity syndicate, syndicate um and stuff like that where but they're not like real like they're 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 very old guns where you shoot once and it takes like a thousand years to reload because it's there there was just no good way to reload back in the day they gave them too the guns are almost useless in the yeah because that's how they want you to they want you to be it's sword play and they want you to be stealthy in a way yeah where is if you set something into the future you have to put guns because they're so prevalent so like you like these aren't like these aren't the guns in unity the the, like they're gonna have full clips you can just go bang 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 but like it's it's hard to, it's hard to make games like that when you're trying when it's like the whole thing of that is stealthy without turning into a third person shooter, which they yeah. clearly don't want to do with Assassin's Creed. Apparently, Ubisoft has an ending of Assassin's Creed written. They have also said they're that they were they were that we are always always, always away from that happening. I don't doubt it. I can believe it. I can like, believe that makes it. Makes perfect sense to me. Yep. So I can believe it, and then it's got, probably got even longer because. They kind of gave up on Desmond. Yeah. So. Uh, who knows what? It, I mean, that, that's been a staple for Ubisoft for forever, basically. It makes too much money for them to start like wrapping things up now. Yeah, it's it's like they you wanted like you could you could like once you do like the whole lead up to my like or Desmond Miles like whole storyline and stuff like that. Um, and like where he, he does what he's supposed to do basically. And then there's like, an, they could always do like a, like a transformers type thing where there's always a new threat. There's always another all spark in a way where yeah. there's another threat to the world where you're just playing further and further into the future. Or there's some times where you go from the future to the past. So like one game could be set in the future. The next game could be set in the past where you have to like look back. I don't know. I think it's just running out of time or time periods in Assassin's Creed to like, relevant anymore and it it all ends with a halo (laughs) tie-in halo and assassin's creed master chief is the assassin or he's a templar who knows i just remember in assassin's creed 3 when you're the very beginning of the game you're playing as uh uh, i forget what the the the, ultimately the guy's father and and it literally was like you you end with a templar uh 
you're, anointing, you're anointing someone into the Templars, basically. And I remember the achievement popping up goes, how do you like them apples? And I was just like, oh, shit, I was playing as the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, I didn't know that. Woo. Definitely hit that pretty well. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, there's a few more games that we have to that a lot of people were looking forward to that we can do quick runovers. Uh, Kid at at is probably shitting himself right now because Oddworld Soulstorm is coming to the PS5 now. Oh yeah, uh, Abe's Odyssey making a return. Oh yeah, you ever play any of those games? Nope, never played them. Never even heard about them. Yeah. People like those games. I don't know. That's all I I got to say about that. I kind of missed it. I have no idea what these things even are. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Hey, it's coming. People are looking forward to it. Cool. Um, Uh, Kano Bridge of Spirits. This this was probably one of my favorite games from the whole presentation. Because I I think the game looks absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I remember uh, the, this game now. Yeah, the the game that basically looks like a DreamWorks movie made into a video game. Yeah. Yep, I remember that. Maybe, maybe it's it's silly to be excited for a game based off nothing but the way it looks, but I don't know. I don't the know. fact that it was made by such a small team. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that game. Yeah, as like it's, it, it's one of those games that I think it's more a, it, it it's an interesting game that you could spend a little bit of time of on, and then like, I also think it's kind of like a, I don't know how I want to say it. it's like kind of like they they call it the benchmark, kind of showing off what PS Five was capable of in a way, yeah, type game, without breaking the boundaries too hard. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what else we got here? Uh, uh Deathloop. Oh, yeah, that game. That was a that was a or that was a uh Bethesda game as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's a game where you play as a secret agent currently trying to destroy a certain uh, lot of secret agents trying at the same time. Every time you die, you uh go back. Yeah. I almost wonder I think this would be an interesting concept of an idea. Obviously, I don't know how Bethesda would really do it well. Is that I know the idea? Uh, like, I I think you can play as either assassin in the game. Um, um, and then there's probably like two different endings or something like that. Yeah. And but it, what would be an interesting concept would be is that one person's like you could have it like a like a like kind of like a multiplayer game where one person online is playing one assassin and one person online is playing the other assassin and like the idea is to kill them a certain amount of times it sounds interesting i don't know how you would do something like that i mean i feel like you could do it but i mean it sounds like it's going to be a big speed run game also like yeah. every time you got die you go all the way back to the beginning yeah it seems yes. like it seems like more of a single player game, but it'd be cool if they would ever yeah. if that would be something that they could do in like as like an alternate game mode maybe. Maybe show that they can actually do online stuff and not fuck it up. 
But Bethesda is known for uh, making first or er, uh, single player games, so makes sense. Uh, what else we got here? Souls Bug Snack. Remember that that the that that one we kind of hit on earlier, where it was sort of just yeah. like a fun little type of game. Tiny Bubble said he was looking forward to it. Uh, Project Athia. with this one was you remember that one at, at all nope i do not but i'm gonna look it up real fast it is a game i think is being is being released by no it's by square i remember that I oh this is a square was, game holy crap well, i was so confused and it looks like uh it's gonna play kind of like a bayonetta title and it's in this whole like lovecraftian style Oh yeah, I remember this. This kind of looks like a. Yeah, I guess that's a that's a way. To, uh, or um, I think me, I think uh, I think I mean, I think me and Billy were kind of thinking the same thing when we first saw it. It was like, oh man, this is the, this is almost like the sequel to um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, in a way. Oh yeah, it it, it almost I don't does. Think it, I don't think it's gonna be like that at all basically but i i get where that's uh coming from and i don't know i, th- I think it looks super cool it's it's the thing that i want to see more from the most right now yeah one of those games that didn't really get a whole lot about yeah so uh else we got here i don't know was is there anything else that you thought was super noteworthy uh not particularly there's that uh game solar ash which looks interesting but more or less looks like a ripoff of hyper light drifter Oh yeah, that game. I literally thought this was a game. I, I thought they were just really releasing Hyperlight Drifter as a. Uh, I thought it was gonna as be like kind of kind of like they were did with the Risk of Rain, where it was two D and they made it three D. Thought that's literally what they were doing. But then I was like, oh, this is something different. I'm like, oh, well, it looks exactly like Hyperlight Drifter. I mean, it's made by the same people, but maybe it's in the same universe. <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I think that's just about everything. Everything. Yeah, it's everything I wanted to talk about. That's for sure. So, with that all said, where does this convinced me to buy a PS? Or well, I don't know if buy a PS Five, but it gave me more of a reason to buy a PS Five and look forward to the PS Five. Now Microsoft needs to come back and say, "Hey, here's what we're doing." Here's a big chunk of video games. It's all coming out in the Series X. It's going to be so good. You guys should be so hyped. It's not only Halo. Yeah, so when, when when you said that like Microsoft isn't catching up to do, they really do. They do. This set them back so much. It's just but, like, it's like we're all we're all sitting over here going, oh man, Xbox is the better one, and like PS Five is like hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's uh, that's like, really what it was. Uh, like I said earlier, like after immediately after the Horizon Two 
debut, I was like, okay, I have my reason to get a PS5. I I have to buy it now. I need to continue that story. And I feel like from the presentation, everybody had at least one game where they walked away and were like, okay, I need to uh, I need to buy a PlayStation for this, whether it be Ratchet or Clank or Spider Man. Horizon. So they have people have a reason to be excited for the PS5 now. Oh yeah. We just need that for the Xbox. Yeah. If Xbox is literally just tries to release with Halo, it's gonna it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. I have a feeling that they have something. In oh the, yeah, in the I th- I think they do too, because I think they're trying to learn from their past mistakes. But they need to show that. They need to verbalize that. Yeah, that's the thing. So, I I'm definitely more convinced than getting a PS5 as of this moment. That's for sure. Mainly because I also I, mean, I play a lot of things on PC, so usually what releases on the X on on the Xbox will release on PC. So it's the only thing I don't really have is the X areas the PS5. Yeah. But I am more inclined to get the PS5 now than I was last time we talked about the subject. Uh, oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Like I had, as of last time I was talking about this, I had no reason to be excited for the console at all. Now that it's here, again, I'm really worried about Microsoft right now. Be like, just thinking, like, come on, man, do do something. Just like, sh- just shaking uh, my Xbox One S, uh, thinking that Microsoft's in there. Do something. Say something. Do something. Say something. Well, Microsoft only launched the Xbox One with Halo, so you would probably hope they learned so from their lesson. Hope they learned their lesson. Uh, no, Halo Five wasn't available on release. Oh. came a few months after. Well. They released with... Uh, they released with... Forza, no, with, I think. Yeah, they released with very little uh, exclusives where... Uh, yeah, the Master Chief Collection. Oh, yeah. They released with that. That's right. So. Hey. <laughs> you doing they okay over everything here? wrong. Yeah, they, they, they really did. <laughs> How do you mess up that often? So many. Okay, never mind. Uh, Facebook. I uh, the moment I said that, I was like, "Oh yeah, Fallout 76." <laughs> no, that was a few years later, my friend. Yep. So, feels like that old though. It's just like that that long ago. But nope. It's, it's all it's all up on Sony. It's all up on Microsoft now. Sony's Sony's shown them. They left the ace in the hole. They've, they've shown their hand, Microsoft. It's they, time for you to. They have that. They have that ace ace in their pocket, but with the price, whether or not it's going to be good ace, or bad ace, we'll figure that out. Yeah. But uh, they I, they I they dealt like... the majority of their hand, and they're just like, well, you've activated now. Then they'll like they'll be like, you activated my trap card. Bam. That's what I'm hoping, man. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's all. That's what I got. So. Yeah. It was a. Big, big, uh, big chunky stuff, stuff of uh, news for when it comes to uh, games with E3 canceled. This kind of replaced E3 in a way. I don't, I don't mind that either. I thought it was, I thought it was a good presentation overall. Yeah, like I, I thought it was very, I thought it was very good too. And this is something that I was wondering about, especially with the PC Gamer Show, is how are these indie games going to show off? Like show off, be able to show off these games, and basically PC Gamer kind of gave them an outlet to do that. Yeah, which was good. 
Very good. I would not have known about Sound of Mine. I would not have known about Potion Man, uh, whatever, however you want to say that, the, the potion selling one and stuff like that. I would not have known about, well, I didn't know about Weird West, but I probably wouldn't know, I wouldn't have been so interested in it. Um, yeah. Same with like Rogue, uh, Rogue Lords or anything like that. It is very good. I and if, her. if this is how they're going to keep doing E3 from here on out, I'm, I'm okay with it. I, absolutely, I don't mind at all. I think it's mostly cutting out the. Um, I think it's mostly cutting out the fat, especially like I get the whole appeal of actually being there and be, actually going to uh, interact with all the games and stuff. For the rest of us though that are at home and who just want to say, okay, what are the new trailers? What's coming out about this stuff? I thought it was a very good way of organizing it all, and they did it in an entertaining way. I don't know. I worked out of that uh, press conference really happy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good week. Yes, you asked ask me. It's a good week for video games. Good week for getting a lot of information about there. So yeah. I don't know. You got anything else to add, or we call it there? Uh, yeah, we we can call it there. All right. I'm Chris Can't Lose. Where can they find you if they want to see more of your content and whatnot? Uh, for uh, for now, just here on uh, here on Twitch. Sounds good to me. You can always and, find uh, me at the Gamer One Two Four as well. Yep. Yep. Tom Cruise can't lose. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash Tom Cruise can't lose. That's where you'll find him. I know I cut him off, but that's that's where it is. All right. Well, there's another one in the bag. Another one in the bag. I'll uh, I'll, uh, see you next week, man. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. We'll see what we can uh, scrounge up for next week. I have no idea, but we'll 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 fi- we'll figure out something. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Peace. All right.